Welcome to another episode of the CSUSB Advising Podcast. My name is Matt Markin, an academic advisor here at Cal State San Bernardino. We've had many questions from students interested in becoming teachers and wanting to know more about the teaching credential. And we have Arlena Allende, Program Admissions Advisor in the College of Education here with us today to learn more about teacher credentials. Arlena, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background in higher ed? Sure. So I'm a program admissions advisor for the Watson College of Education. Um, and I've been doing this for quite a while. I don't want to age myself, but it's been over a little over 18 years with CSUSB. And about 16 years out of those 18 have been advising specifically K-12 education uh, candidates. So, yeah, it's been a while. And I won't uh, age us, but I will say that we've known each other for many years, going <laughs> way back. Yes, yes. How would you describe the single subject and multiple subject credential programs? So the single subject credential is specific to a content area. Um, it's usually for candidates who are interested in teaching 7th to 12th grade. Um, however, if they're specifically interested in, let's say, PE or, or music, they could teach those subjects from kindergarten to through 12th grade. Um, but this is more of a secondary credential. So that anyone interested in middle school, high school, where the multiple subject credential is specifically for elementary candidates. So anyone interested in K through about sixth grade, uh, you're in a self-contained classroom teaching all subjects. If a middle school were to hire a multiple subject teacher candidate, they typically have to either combine teachers or have you as a candidate in elementary or multiple subject teacher candidate teaching at least a minimum of two subjects. Um, now you could always add one or the other. So anytime a, a student decides, you don't want to teach secondary and decide, well, I also want to have the option to teach elementary. I like to always let students know you actually have the option to add the other with without having to go through a whole credential program again by simply adding uh, potentially a few classes and an examination, what we call the CSET, of course. So that can easily um, happen. So no student is ever stuck in one area or the other. You have that flexibility between a multiple subject and a single subject credential. But of course, in California, everyone must hold a credential to teach in our public school system. And I guess, you know, for a student, sometimes students, you know, might be go, pursuing a certain bachelor's degree and then later on they kind of decide, oh, now I want to teach. So does a student have to have like a specific bachelor's degree in the subject they're pursuing their credential for? You know, it's ideal if someone came in already um, pursuing a, a teaching profession and they knew that's what they wanted to do. Of course, we always advise to consider a bachelor's degree in that subject, whether it's if it's secondary, then we typically advise consider maybe teaching in that or I'm sorry, getting a bachelor's degree in that subject. So, for instance, anyone who's interested in becoming a math teacher, well, then you might want to consider a math degree. Um or if you're interested in teaching elementary, you might want to consider the liberal studies major, right? But that's not necessary. So in the state of California, you don't necessarily have to have a bachelor's degree in the subject you wish to, you know, earn the credential in. Um, however, you do have to prove to the state that you're proficient in that subject. So you don't want me becoming a math teacher <laughs> because I can't do it. But I do want to, we want to make sure that any candidate who wants to teach 
um, that specific subject can prove, right, that they're confident in that subject. So that's the only catch to that. So in California, you just have to prove that. And typically, if it's not through degree, then it would be by taking the CSEC. And that's the California state subject uh, exam. So as long as you can do that, you're all right. <laughs> and what would the admissions process look like for a student that uh, might be looking to want to do a single or multiple subject credential? So the process is quite similar. However, there are a few differences in the admissions process. So I always advise students if they're interested to attend an information session specific to that um, credential. But I would say there are two major requirements, right, um, in the state of California to meet or to at least earn a credential in the state. So, of course, we're all trying to meet those state standards. So a lot of the students might feel overwhelmed by the admissions process for credential. But I want to understand that we're all trying to meet those state standards. A credential is not issued to you by Kelsey San Bernardino. It is issued to you by the, the Commission on Teacher Credentialing. So we're all striving to meet those uh, and meet those rules and regulations and those standards set by the state. And so one um, of those or one of those requirements would be basic skills. So how is a, a candidate able to meet the basic skills? There are eight options to meet the basic skills, right? So you have eight options to meet that. And so one of those, I should say two of those have actually come through uh, Assembly Bill 130. And that's probably been about two years, I would say, that now are allowing the students to use um, coursework to meet the basic skills instead of having to take the CBES. But, you know, students could also use SATs, ACT scores. So there are many uh, options to meet the requirements. And for subject matter, as I mentioned earlier, how do you prove that you're proficient or you're competent in the subject? Well, like I said, you either have a degree or you you take the CSET. And along with those other those two requirements, I would say might come prerequisites, depending on what credential you're considering. Fingerprinting, of course, because you're going to be working um, with K-12 students. Um, recommendations. So there is a process, and I don't want to overwhelm students, but we are there to help you. I am there to help students through this admissions process. And so I do hold information sessions twice a month for multiple and single subject to really go through the admissions process in the detail and even go through what the track options look like so students are aware um, of you know what to expect in the program. Are they committed to teaching? So teaching is, is a calling, of course. And so if you're willing to go through this admissions process, then you know, I think um, you know, we have great candidates coming out of the College of Education. So we're proud of that. But it is sometimes a task, right, to get make sure that you're meeting all those state standards. So we're here to help. Um, but that in a nutshell kind of covers our admissions process. And of course, too, students will ask us, well, you know, as I'm an undergraduate working towards a bachelor's degree and I want to do the credential program, is there a certain GPA requirement that, that I have to get or is that factored in depending on test scores? Yeah, that's a good question. So we, we do have a 2.67 accumulative GPA requirement, but we also can look at the last 60 semester units at 2.75. So um, the evaluators will do both. If one doesn't have the other one, we'll look at the other. Now, if a student falls below that, let's say a 2.5 above, but not quite the minimum, there is a way then to make a request to see if they can make an exception. So there are a few times that we can make that exception, but anything below a 2.5, then we would suggest maybe considering taking classes at a community college, bring up that GPA, maybe considering taking courses specific to the content area that they're interested in teaching or even in education. 
um, just to see that there's, um, you know, there's improvement in that area. Now, let's say student applies, they, they get in. Uh, sometimes we'll get the question of, well, what am I actually learning or doing when I'm in the credential program? Yeah, so I do get a lot of those questions. Um, and it's pedagogy. So it's the art of teaching, right? So I think many students have the misunderstanding that it's content knowledge, you're going to learn math, you're going to learn science, or uh, and that's not the case. So the credential is designed to really help students learn the method of how to teach. So it's really theory and, uh, and practice, of course. So you're really assessing how students learn and then, then try to find ways to, to really find um, and diversify your teaching methods and to be an effective teacher. So you're really, you know, um, learning different methods and then assessing and then probably changing a few of your methods just to make sure that students are learning. And of course, we have students with many different backgrounds. This so is making sure that all students are learning and understanding the material that a teacher is delivering. So really, it's about the different methods of teaching. That's really what the what the uh, credential is designed. Of course, from classroom management and all that good stuff. And then you get the student teaching portion and the internship or internship that allows the candidate to really get the hands-on training. And so that is really important in this process and a big part of the program. And so this really gives the student the opportunity to kind of grow in that process. And um, until they earn that credential, we hope that they're ready to take on the classroom. And it's, it's a challenge, but it's definitely for someone who's up to that challenge. So yeah, that's what the credential program is designed for. It's not to go into content knowledge. That's why we expect candidates to come in with that knowledge already. And let's say students listen to this and they're like, you know, I'm excited. I, I, I'm very interested in maybe applying for the single subject or the multiple subject credential. Uh, teaching has been something that, that I've wanted to do, but maybe I'm on the fence of if I should do it or not. Um, I know it's a general question to ask, but is there any advice that, that you would have for students to kind of make a decision um, whether they should or should not apply for a credential program? Yeah, and I think we, we get a lot of candidates, a lot of students who are like, oh, we're not sure about this. I, you know, I really do encourage students, um, if they're not quite sure, maybe substitute teaching is a good way to consider if teaching is really for them. Um, it gives them the opportunity to kind of see what the classroom is like. Not exactly as a teacher, of course, but it kind of just gives them that opportunity to see. You know, we have candidates who go through the program and find out, whoa, this is not for me. So we really do encourage students to either observe, volunteer, um, but subbing is a good way to make a little money and also have the flexibility while you're also, you know, getting those hours in the classroom. Um, and our, one of our programs, a multiple subject, does require hours. So this is also a good way to kind of get those hours before starting the program. And of course, the info sessions again. So I'm going to really emphasize on those sessions. And I think it's important just to sit through those sessions. It is a lot of information that I do share in those sessions, but uh, it's just to make students understand the full process of a credential, but also understand what's expected of them and see if it's something that fits um, their schedule. You know, we have students who are working adults. Uh, families, and I, we know that that can be a challenge at times. Um, but again, there are different options, as they will want to make sure that students understand those that, that, those options in the process, of course, um, to be credentialed. And you were mentioning earlier about like a misconception with with uh, yeah. what students may think about credentials in terms of it. It's you know they might think it's learning more content. It's like no, it's the how the how to of, of teaching. Are yeah. there any other misconceptions that students might have about the uh, either the single or multiple subject credential? 
I think sometimes there it isn't that there's no clear understanding of what these credentials can do. So some might think, oh, it's a multiple, so I can teach all the subjects and it, you know, it covers everything. Uh, of course, that's not the case, right? For multiple subject, it's for elementary, and then a single subject is for secondary education. Um, there's also, I think, a misconception about how teachers do in terms of um, salaries. I think in general, I think they don't make enough money. And I have to say, according to the Department of Ed, last time I checked, um, a mid-range teacher annual salary is about 80000 so that's that's in the state of California, of course, but they don't, you know, they make pretty good money, I have to say. <laughs> so not too bad. Um, but yes. And the other thing I would say, you don't need a degree in teaching or related degree if you want to consider. As I said earlier, you can all we have a lot of career changers. Um, so that's, this is always an option for anyone who wants to consider. So we've had, for instance, retired engineers who may want to come back and do a a credential in teaching math or a science related. And that, that is an option because again, you don't necessarily have to have a degree in the subject. If you can take and pass the CSET, then yeah, you can pursue a teaching career. Awesome. And last question, are there any uh, resources for students that your college or department uh, might offer? <clears throat> so under the College of Education, we have student services and we do have several services that we offer our resources to our students. So for instance, you know, if you a student needs help with the application, Cal State Apply Workshops. So we do offer those workshops um, throughout the year. And of course, we go step by step through Cal State Apply to assist any students who's having any technical problems or just to simply understand the process. So our application is completely um, online. It's through Cal State Apply. And we use what they call the fourth quadrant. We label that as program material. So we really go into that and help students through that process. We also have our placement office staff who will assist students once you're admitted to their credential program. There is a process for student teaching placement. So students do have to complete a number of hours, like I mentioned earlier, within the program. So there is staff available to assist students in finding the right district for them. Students have the option to choose what three districts they would prefer to be placed in. So they're, they're working with our students and districts to ensure that they're being placed um, or if someone is interested in an internship, so there's the option in the state of California to work while you're also completing the credential as an intern. So this, we have staff available to assist in that process. We also, of course, have our credential processing office within student services to assist with the recommendation. As I mentioned earlier, the recommendation, there's a recommendation process when you're earning the credential at the very end of the credential program because the credential comes to you from the state. Uh, we have staff available to assist in that process. We also have a, a program now called the Seniors to Teaching, which allows a single subject candidate. So, uh, and I should say anyone who's interested in pursuing a single subject credential, but is a senior here at CSUSB, you actually have the option to take up to three credential courses um, as a senior. If there's room in your schedule and you meet the right GPA, uh, there are a few extra requirements, but we may need to ask for like your uh, recommendations. We may need to also ask for your clearance and your TV because you will be placed in the classroom within those th three courses. But there, that is an option for seniors here. Uh, we also have a new option called Project Impact. This is for a minority male. We're trying to increase the numbers of minority, minority males in the classroom. And so this is a, a program to offer more mentoring and support 
as, uh, through that process, it's almost like you're part of a club. And so anytime you need help or you just need, you know, buddy to call our minority uh, male teachers uh, or candidates, you know, have that, that support and also tuition support. So with that uh, project impact, so you can sign up as long as you're in the program, you sign up and then you have Dr. James Huff, who is constantly reaching out to those candidates and meeting with them on a monthly basis just to see how they're doing. So we want to make sure that our, our minority male candidates are successful in the process. Uh, of course, financial aid. So I just want to mention, you know, Golden State Teacher Grant can award you up to 20000 um, and then our teach grant can award a candidate up to 4000 each year for up to two years. There is a commitment, of course, to service, but most of our districts are considered that low-income um, you know, bracket, so most students don't need to pay this money back. So that's just some, a few resources that students can tap into. Wow, that's a lot of great resources, especially with, regarding like the like the, the the money that that might be available and what your your uh, college offers and a lot of useful information about like the admission process and and kind of addressing some of those misconceptions about uh, the single multiple, multiple subject credential. But Arlena, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We'll make sure to uh, include a lot of those links uh, and information in our show notes. But thank you again for being part of this. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's great seeing you too. Yeah, you as well. <laughs>